This is TechCrunch. This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far-off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e-commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy-to-use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60-day trial at ShipStation.com slash technews. That's ShipStation.com slash technews. Brought to you by Quip, makers of the Quip electric toothbrush. Make good habits simple with a new brush head, floss refill, and toothpaste delivered every three months. Set start at $25. Get your first refill free at getquip.com slash techcrunch. That's getquip.com slash techcrunch. Payments infra startup Phoenix closes $35 million Series B led by Sequoia. By Alex Wilhelm. This morning, Phoenix, a software-as-a-service SaaS startup selling payments tech to other businesses, announced that it's raised a $35 million Series B. Sequoia led the round, which also saw participation from new investors, Activent Capital, and Inspired Capital. Phoenix didn't disclose a new valuation as part of its round and declined to share any growth metrics regarding its business. Instead, it offered a TAM figure and noted the number of countries in which it currently operates. By the way, TAM stands for Total Addressable Market or Total Available Market. The company's latest round is a doubling of its Series A, a $17.5 million round from July of 2019 led by Bain Capital Ventures. Insight Venture Partners, Aspect Ventures, and Visa also took part in that round. Adding to the list, Homebrew invested in the company during its infancy. Phoenix has now raised more than $55 million to date, according to the company, inclusive of an October 2017-era seed investment. The round... In an interview, Phoenix's Richie Cerna told TechCrunch that his company put together its latest round, quote, to scale up the organization, boosting its product and engineering muscles while also pursuing further international payment support. According to Cerna, Phoenix's larger clients have asked the company to expand international support as having, quote, international reach is a really key component for any business. Internationalization in the payment space requires many hands, a need that Phoenix intends to meet by doubling its staff by the end of the year. The company had around 60 staff at year's end, Cerna previously told TechCrunch. Notably, Phoenix, despite being a player in the payment space, doesn't think of itself as a payments company. Instead, according to its CEO, Phoenix self-describes, quote, as a payment infrastructure company. That difference is reflected in how the company charges for its service. Instead of charging similarly to, say, Stripe, which takes 2.9% and 30 cents per successful card charge, Phoenix charges its customers a regular software fee, along with a sliding fee depending on the number of payments they process. Not taking a percentage cut of transactions opens up interesting revenue opportunities for Phoenix customers. Cerna detailed how bringing payment tech via Phoenix can help some companies grow top line, something that's quite interesting for other SAAS players.
Historically, the distribution of payments has been fairly fragmented and almost bolted on, Cerna explained. So there's a number of software companies like MindBody and Toast who historically would just have sort of a revenue share with one of their payment processors. So if you signed up for someone like MindBody as a yoga studio, you would then go and set up a partnership with First Data or WorldPay to start accepting payments on that platform. In that model, someone like a mind body would make a few basis points on every single transaction. By bringing their payments back in-house and offering a more comprehensive all-in-one solution, they can actually take more revenue, Cerna said. Startups can expand revenue by owning their own payments tech, sometimes substantially. Cerna told TechCrunch that Lightspeed said during their IPO process that they were actually doubling their overall take rate by becoming a payment company. How does that work? The yoga example that Cerna mentioned is easy to unpack by way of analogy. Doing so will help us better understand why Phoenix expects SAAS companies, to pick an example, to bring payment tech in-house. Imagine you own a company called, say, Weave Basket, and that it sells SAAS software to underwater basket weaving instructional studios, helping them manage client booking and the like. You can charge only so much for your company's software, presenting you with a revenue ceiling. After all, the average underwater basket weaving studio can only generate so much margin with which to pay costs. But if you set up Weave Basket to help underwater basket weaving studios to also accept payments for classes through your software, you can generate lots more revenue for your SAAS company. Weave Basket generates revenue from regular software fees and by taking a cut of its customers' customer payment flow. Vertical SAAS companies are looking at how they can directly embed and bake these payments capabilities into their platform, Cerna told TechCrunch. All this fits back into the round. Phoenix is a bet that providing payment technology on an SAAS basis will attract legion uptake by companies of all sorts. As a deck that Phoenix's Cerna showed TechCrunch a few weeks ago stated, software companies are becoming payments companies, and his company wants to be the engine behind that change. The bet. The payments world is stuffed full of players at different points of the transaction stack, including processors, banks, card networks, and payment facilitators like Lightspeed and Stripe. It's a complex set of relationships. Cerna agrees calling the industry a black box to basically everybody in a 2019 interview. Creating simplicity through software is something that's generally done well in the technology world in recent years. Twilio took telephony and boiled it down into APIs. Plaid did the same thing with consumer finance. Phoenix, it seems, wants to let anyone who takes lots of payments to be able to reduce their relationship load, control costs, and perhaps drive more revenue. The startup now has the capital with which to bring its vision more fully to life, but domestically and abroad. Let's see how far Phoenix can get on its new check and its willingness to take a small risk and share a bit more concerning its business performance in the future. To hear everything you need to know about the week's top stories in tech from the people who wrote them, check out the TechCrunch podcast, hosted by me, TechCrunch Managing Editor Daryl Etherington. Each week we go in-depth on two or three of the week's top stories from in and around the startup ecosystem. And I'll be joined by the TechCrunch experts who covered them. They tell us why the news is so important and what they think matters most to you, our listeners. Whether you're just interested in tech or that's where you make your living. New episodes drop every Saturday morning, so be sure to subscribe to the TechCrunch podcast wherever you listen to podcasts.